0: The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of convenience and comfort, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. This is Simple Joe for Saturday, January 15th, 2022. that is my favorite quote of all the quotes that is my favorite my favorite that's the one I I, if I could put on my tombstone I just might that's what I will put on my tombstone Uh, it kind of measures who I want to be all in in a nutshell I want comfort and convenience I do I want uh, I want good things and nice things and easy things and simple things right we all do but the ultimate measure The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands when he's comfortable or not when he stands when it's convenient, but where he stands when life is challenging, when you're faced with hard decisions, when there's controversy, when you have a decision to make, and the decision may not be easy, but you know the right decision, when you have action to take, And the action may not be easy. It may be challenging, but you know the right action to take. take. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of convenience and comfort, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. Thank you, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I am so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. This is episode 365 of Simple Joe, but it's just a little anticlimactic because it's not really 365 days yet. Let me explain. Back in late summer, or maybe it was in the fall, I started to hear requests for Simple Joe to be released earlier in the day. So first thing people could hear. Birth the That day's birthdays and events and special days and all the stuff that's going on in the weather and all that stuff that's specific to the day. So one day I recorded and released that day's episode and another episode later that day. And I scheduled that episode to be released the next day. So on that day, I recorded and scheduled for release next day's episode. So in that day, I recorded two episodes. Get it? So then, I've since then I've been recording uh, the episodes a day early and releasing them the very next day. Actually, I release at three a.m. I schedule the release and release them at three a.m. But still, I've never missed a day of recording and releasing a podcast episode. But since there was one day that I actually recorded two episodes, it requires me to release an extra show so that I can say with full integrity that I have recorded and released a show every day for a year, 365 days straight. So while this is episode 365, tomorrow's episode 366, which I actually might release later today, Saturday, which I'm actually recording on Saturday, <laughs> will mark 365 days, one full year of podcasting every single day without missing. God, I hope that made sense. I'm not sure it made sense in my mind, but there it is. And what a great show. The next episode, either later today or tomorrow's episode will be, I'm going to have on a group of listeners who have at least once a week provided feedback, encouragement, kind critiques of the show. And, um, that has all meant so much to me. It's put gas in my tank to keep me going, but for day, but for today, excuse me, it's going to be kind of a normal show. We're going to hear the weather from the Isle of Wight, England, home of my UK correspondent, Kevin Curtis Allen. We're going to read some notes from Greg McGowan's Effortless and the ever-present much, much more. So for my friends in or near Isle of Wight, England, you're going to see a high today of eight degrees Celsius and a low of six degrees Celsius with partly sunny skies. You got some rain com- coming tomorrow, Sunday, nine degrees for the high and two degrees for the low again in Celsius and Monday seven and four for the high and low with partly sunny skies. So sunny today on Saturday and Sunday tomorrow, some rain and Monday, partly sunny skies and eight degrees, nine degrees, seven degrees for the highs respectively. Thank you so much for listening. Isle of white. I appreciate you. And I am so grateful that you are there here in Cincinnati, Ohio. We're going to see the high of 32 degrees and a low of 19 back to Fahrenheit uh, Fahrenheit the right way. <laughs> what we got cloudy skies, uh, tomorrow, Sunday, 38 and 22 with snow. I don't know how much snow, but we certainly got some snow coming Monday, 33 and 25. I fly out Monday to head to new Orleans for business trip. I'll be gone. Uh, I'll be gone there for a week. So cloudy and snow and cloudy, 32, 38 and 33 for today, Sunday and Monday, respectively. So a little bit gloomy, a little bit gloomy, but it is winter after all, right? Today in 1412, Joan of Arc was born. We all know Joan of Arc, the heroine of France, right? In 1929, Martin Luther King Jr. was born. He died in 1968, of course, assassinated in 1968. Uh, hence today's, uh, today's quote, and well today's tidbit how I started off the show. I know I usually start off the show with a kind of a weird fact, but being Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, I thought it was completely appropriate to bring on a quote instead of uh instead of the uh little tidbit. Anyway, in 1951, Charo was born today or Charo, Charo was born today. Uh that one named uh Spanish-American actress kind of the um I don't know, I don't know how to describe her. She's she's a comedian very flamboyant guitar player. What do they call that? Kind of that Spanish guitar. I can't remember flamenco or something like that. Uh, yeah. She was on Chico and the man and the love boat all the time. Her real name, by the way, is Maria Beza, B-A-E-Z-A Beza. Did I Am I saying that right? But Charo. Yeah. She's one of those, those she's one of those staples from the seventies. You all, you saw her everywhere, Charo, all the, all the game shows and all the talk shows and all the, everywhere. She was just everywhere. Charo born today in 1951. Lisa, Lisa was born today in 1967 from Lisa, Lisa and cult jam. Regina King was born today in 1971 actress born right here in Cincinnati, Ohio. And drew Brees was born today in 1979. Talking about going to new Orleans. Uh, I'll be down in drew blee drew breezes. I don't know if it's his hometown, but it certainly is home. Now drew breeze uh, born today in 1979. Great quarterback, one of the all-time great quarterbacks. And Pitbull was born today in 1981, the rapper Pitbull. 1981. Happy birthday, Pitbull. And today in 1759, the British Museum opens in Montague House in London. So how about that? I'm not sure I'm familiar with it, but it seems like a big deal. Today is National Bagel Day. I'm kind of a fan of bagel. Blueberry bagels are probably my favorite. Slather a big thing of thick thing of cream cheese on bagels. I do like bagels, you know, bagels are one of those things that it's like a fake health food. Remember when bagels first came out, you would get a bagel instead of a donut. Well, bagels are just as high in calorie or higher in calories, actually, and probably just as high in sugar. Uh, You know, once you put the stuff on it and get the stuff on it and all that stuff and gosh, bagels are full of stuff, right? (laughs) One of those fake, fake health foods. Uh, muffins are the same way. Everyone thinks muffins are healthier for you just because they might have a little bit of fiber, a little more fiber than the actual cupcake, right? Muffins aren't very good for you either, but today is national bagel day. I'm not going to disparage bagels on their day. What are you doing, Joe? Today is national bagel day. Go out and enjoy your, enjoy a bagel. Get yourself a blueberry bagel. I might just do that. Slather some, some cream cheese on that whipped cream cheese, the soft stuff. That's easy to, easy to spread and enjoy a blueberry bagel. I just might do that today. Today is National Booch Day. What is Booch? So I looked it up. Uh, This comes from nationalday.com, nationaldaycalendar.com. That's the website that I get my days from on the special day. So what is Booch? Kombucha, K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A, kombucha or Booch is a lightly effervescent fermented beverage with a bold, invigorating taste. Wow. Good marketer wrote that, right? With flavor options from sweet to tart. Kavita Master Brew Kombucha pairs well with any meal and has billions of live probiotics in every bottle. Who drinks booch? Well, I'm glad you asked. Well, if you like tea, you will probably like booch too. That's booch, b o o c h, uh, too. Thanks to the probiotics, booch contains a significant amount of B vitamins. Depending on the type of tea your kombucha is made from, you'll enjoy the same benefits that tea offers. Well, there is Booch. Apparently it's kind of an effervescent, kind of invigorating, bold tasting tea from sweet to tart. Never heard of it? I don't even know where I would get Booch. If if you ever tried Booch, let me know. Send me a text, 513 399 6468, 513 399 6468, or an email, joe at the simplejoe.com. Let me know if you've ever had Booch and what you think of Booch, because today, today is National Booch Day. And it's also National Strawberry Ice Cream Day. I like strawberry ice cream. I'm not going to say I love it, but it's a good break from, you know, most of the time I'll eat cookies and cream ice cream, or I will eat chocolate ice cream, or double chocolate, triple ice cream, (laughs) or whatever. I like chocolate. But every once in a while, I like a good strawberry ice cream, and it's it's almost refreshing, strawberry ice cream. So happy National Strawberry Day. So maybe, just maybe, I'll go grab myself a bagel and a scoop of strawberry ice cream. Today is also national hat day. people don't wear hats normally uh normally people don't wear hats like they used to wear hats right it's 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 just not it's not it doesn't seem to be a thing I'm not talking about the baseball hat everybody wears a baseball hat trucker hats were popular for a for a for a hot minute right um everybody wears hat hats in the winter time when they're going outside I'm not talking about but I'm talking about a stylish kind of hat uh, a hat like a fedora or something like that i have a few hats in my in my closet here from my grandpa Uh, a nice brown fedora hat and a top hat and some other cool hats from my grandpa one of the few things that i've i've kind of kept from uh from my lineage would you say from my parents or grandparents that was passed down to me uh i don't know why i'm keeping it. it does hold some sentimental value to me i'm i don't know It's one of those things, you know, I always say memories are better than stuff. We don't need stuff. But here I am with this stuff that just sits in my closet because it was my grandpa's. And every once in a while, I'll throw on that fedora and just go out with it. But very, very, very rarely will I put it on. Uh, I haven't had it on in years. But you know what kind of hat I would like to have? And I've asked my family for this for Christmas. And daggone it, they've never gotten me one. Maybe they think I just look silly in one. I want a nice black bowler hat. You know, the kind with the round top rim hat that you saw back in like Western days, you know, the bowler hat, it's kind of the kind of the dapper sheriff might wear a bowler hat. Yeah. I like a bowler. I'd like to have a bowler hat. I'm going to ask, I'm going to keep asking for my birthday and keep asking for Christmas for a bowler hat. Daggone it. I'm going to my one, one day, my family, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go buy myself a bowler hat and I'm going to make it from my family. I'm going to put it underneath the Christmas tree and I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it. I'm going to put it up in a Christmas tree. And they say, it's going to say from your loving family, (laughs) get myself a bowler hat. So happy national hat day, national strawberry ice cream day, national booch day and national bagel day. Well, you know, I've been reading this book effortless by Greg McGowan and he, uh, he also wrote the book essentialism, which is a fantastic book. And And usually on Saturdays when I've done this, not usually that that's not true at all. Uh, I started a process where the feature on Saturdays was going to be the notes that I'm reading in any particular book. Well, my reading got all whacked out and, and, and I kind of stopped reading on a regular basis. And um, anyway, then I started reading, but I didn't really highlight much and so forth, but over the past couple of weeks, I guess I've I've gotten back to it, so I wanted to read today's notes from Effortless and uh, maybe commentate commentate, maybe offer some commentary about it or some opinion and so forth. So this is from uh, Greg McGowan's Effortless, which is a great book. What is the effortless state? The effortless effortless state is an experience many of us many of us have had when we physic when we are physically rested emotionally unburdened and mentally energized. You are completely aware, alert, present, attentive, and focused on what's important in this moment. You're able to focus on what matters most with ease. And I saw this description of the, and I said, have I ever had that? Have I ever had that moment in my life ever, ever physically rested, emotionally unburdened and mentally energized? You're completely aware, alert, present, attentive, and focused on what's important in this moment. And I thought to myself, man, that's a far reach for me. Um, but I have. But I have. I've had those moments where things just seemed easy. Things just seemed right. Uh, physically, I felt good. Emotionally, felt okay. Mentally, I'm in, I'm in the game, right? Completely aware. I'm in, I'm doing something that I'm in the groove and I'm making stuff happen. And I'm, and it almost feels like play, right? It almost feels like I'm just enjoying life right now. I'm just enjoying my day, enjoying this moment. And that's the effortless state. And we strive for that, right? That's really kind of the state we, we could find ourselves in much more often than not. And that's what this book is about. Effortless, getting things done, the getting things done in such a way, getting the essential things done in such a way that it's it it seems or it, it actually is effortless. So there are two ways to approach getting things done. The hard way, the hard way is with powerless effort, and the easy way is with effortless power. Levers give us effortless power. Levers meaning those things that you that we can that we can call on. Uh, to to bring to make a task or make an idea to make to make progress easier or effortless or put us put us in the groove. Uh, a method may be useful once to solve one specific type of problem. Principles, however, can be applied broadly and repeatedly. At their best, they are universal and timeless. The man who grasps principles can successfully select his own methods the man who tries methods ignoring principles is sure to have trouble. This goes back to if you remember back when I when I talked about uh, not setting goals anymore just eliminating goals for my life and and doing away with goals but still and there's some gray area there, and we talked about it back in that episode uh, but eliminating goals and and focusing more on values. And I think that this is a good description of that, but it uses the word principles. And I think in this sense, it kind of can be interchanged, interchangeable, right? The If you focus on principles, the, the principles that you want to have in life and you grasp those principles you get a hold of those principles and you make those principles clear and concise as to who you want to be any method will work as long as you have your principles in line you can choose your own methods but if we try to method or or technique our way through life without having principles or ignoring principles we're setting ourselves up for failure because we're 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 just we're at the whim of whoever principles or whatever principles are of the day or of the moment or something, we, a principle that we've been convinced of. Uh, when you try method, methods and ignore principles, like it says here, you're sure to have trouble. Get, get, let's get our principles. This is me talking to me, quite honestly. Let's get, I need to get my principles. Let's get my principles in line. And the methods will kind of probably take care of themselves as long as you have the principles to guide you. The methods, you can kind of pick and choose your, the methodology and the techniques. And as long as your principles align, that kind of stuff will, will, will take care of itself. Then it goes on to talk about reading. Makes a comment about reading. Reading a book is among the most high leverage activities on earth. And I can't agree with that more. Uh, reading, look at, look at what you do when, when you're reading. I can pick up a book by Abraham Lincoln. If he, I can pick up a book by Benjamin Franklin, I can pick up a book by Elon Musk, or I can pick up a book by anybody, any of the great thinkers in, in history, and know what they know, and experience what they experienced, Be and be in their world, in their moment, at their time, and glean from that wisdom just by reading, just by reading this this book effortless by Greg McGowan that I'm reading. I'm experiencing life as this dynamic speaker and thinker and doer and an entrepreneur uh, as him. And I'm, I'm, I'm gleaning his wisdom and I'm understanding what he's learned. He has distilled it in this book. And that's what reading does for us. Even if you're reading fiction, you're taken away into, you're taken away into fantasy worlds your imagination is exploding with places and colors and events and action and love and beauty and, and, um, missions and all kinds of life. When you're reading a book, you're living in another world and it takes you away. And that helps your creativity. I have, I have part of, oh, I'll say this, but you know what I mean? i part of my goal <laughs> this week, this year is to read, uh, 50 books, 52 books, excuse me, 12 books with two of those being, uh, a fiction book because reading is, if you're not reading, you're really doing yourself a disservice. If you're not reading every day, you're doing yourself a disservice. Uh, if I don't read every day, I, I, I'm doing myself a disservice and I'm not talking about magazines and newspapers and the news and stuff like that. I'm talking about a, uh, a nonfiction book, a personal development book, a a book of wisdom, the Bible, or whatever your faith is, uh, a book of philosophy, or a book of, like I said, personal development, or self-help, or something like that. And then periodically pick up a a fiction book that takes you into worlds that can broaden your imagination. Reading a book is among the most high leverage activities on earth. And if we're not taking advantage of that, then we're doing ourselves a disservice. Um, next note here, being good at what nobody is doing better. Let me try this again. Being good at what nobody is doing is better than being great at what everybody is doing, but being an expert in something nobody is doing is exponentially more valuable. You hear that being good at what nobody is doing is better than being great at what everybody is doing but being an expert in something that nobody is doing is exponentially more valuable. Let that just sink in. Let that sink in. If you can be good at what nobody else is doing, you're, you're going you're gonna to make something happen, right? You're going to make something happen. If you can be an expert in something that nobody else is doing, you're going to be a guru, right? <laughs> you're going to be the sought after person in that subject. When that when people want to know about that subject, you're going to be the go-to person. And that is a, that is a life to have, I think. That really is. That's a life to have. So being good at, at what nobody is doing is better than being great at what everyone is doing. But being an expert in something nobody is doing is exponentially more valuable. Just a couple more notes here. Gaining unique knowledge takes time, dedication, and effort. But invest in it once and you'll attract opportunities for the rest of your life. This kind of goes back to reading and learning, uh, gaining unique knowledge. It's hard up front, but part of part of the leveraging that we talked about before, and I'm not sure I did a great job of explaining the leveraging. I'm not going to go back, but the levers, um, but gaining knowledge is it's it's one of those levers that make life effortless because You learn it once, you have to practice it and remember it and maybe revisit it, but for all intents and purposes, you learn it once, you learn it once and you'll attract opportunities for the rest of your life. You'll know about that, about that subject. You'll know about that opportunity. You'll know about that thing. You'll by gaining unique knowledge while it takes time, dedication and effort, you'll invest in it one time and you'll attract opportunities for the rest of your life. And finally, whenever we want a far reaching impact, teaching others to teach can be a high leverage strategy. I will say it's the highest level strategy for learning. If you want to, if you want to learn and have a, have a far reaching impact when you teach it, that's the best way to learn. That's the best. But when you can teach others to teach it, think about, think about how, how exponentially that impact is made. Uh, If you teach somebody and you teach somebody how to teach now they're teaching and they're teaching others how to teach and so on and so on. You do that to a few, a handful of people, people, and you, you will change the world. You know who did that? Jesus Christ. He had a, he had 12 apostles, 12 disciples, and that he taught, he had, he had just a handful, three or so that were really close to him. He taught those, those, those men. And he taught those men how to teach and through parables and through their actions and through action uh, he, and then those 12 went off one off to the world, including Paul, by the way, don't let's not exclude Paul because Paul had his own unique experience. If you read the Bible, you'll know what I'm talking about. Paul had the apostle Paul had his own unique experience, but the same process for all intents and purposes. And so when you're, when you teach, And you teach others to teach. That's what that, like I said, that's what Jesus did. And look at, look at, look at the impact Christianity has had in this world right now. Thousands of years later, look at the impact that Christianity has had. And you can say what you want about faith. You can say what you want about Christianity. I don't think anybody can, can deny that in world history, Jesus Christ is probably the most impactful human being that's ever lived. And, uh, I, I would, I might argue with you on that one. That's, that is the truth. Well, at that, let's wrap it up right there. There are my highlights from the book effortless by Greg McGowan. I invite you to check out that book. Uh, that's it for today. You know, the reason I do the show every single day, you know, because I love talking to you. It's, it's the most important thing for me to do every day. It's the most enjoyable thing for me to do every day is to join this conversation that you show up for. I can't believe that you've showed up for this show every day for a year. That just blows me away. It blows me away. It's my favorite thing to do if I'm not hanging out with my kids or my grandkids or my wife and stuff like that. You know that. Uh, But wow, I have learned a lot. I have become a better podcaster because of you. Because you have given me kind critiques. You have given me tips. You have been there. You've given me encouragement. And that means so much to me. Thank you so much. Uh, if you want to continue to do that, you can email me, joe joeatthesimplejoe.com, or send me a text at 513-399-6468. 513-399-6468 is my text. Just say hi. If you, if you just want to say hi, I would love to hear from you. It would certainly mean a lot to me. It, it really would mean a lot to me just to say hi. You know, before I go, I want to say a big fat thank you. Thank you so much to Samantha Kuhn and Travis Dietrich and Wendy Fox, Daniel Ginger, Andy Hoffman, Kurt Stone and Chris Futrell, Futrell excuse me, Chris, for your very, very generous gift to celebrate the one year anniversary of Simple Joe. You have no idea what that meant to me. Uh, I was shocked and uh, I can't say how much I appreciate appreciate you so much. Wow. I've made some great memories. Today was a great memory. Talking to you was a great memory. Uh, I have, I've made some great memories on this show. I've made some great memories talking to you. I hope some of this stuff was memorable for you. And I hope you get the message that memories are better than stuff. I hope you understand how important that is. Go out and make great memories, spend time with people who love you and the people who you love and give them stories to tell. Give them legends that last generations, that build on themselves, that are that become big old fish stories <laughs> years from now, right? Because memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow for the official 365th day of releasing Simple Joe. It'll be tomorrow or maybe later today. Take care.